Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Jason Delory, serial entrepreneur and innovation specialist, and I have the pleasure of being your host today. On the show today, we are continuing to follow the journey of participants of the ninth Angel Fair Africa event being held in Mauritius and taking place this month. Today, I would like to welcome to the show, Beth Mwangi, CEO of My Wage Pay. Hi, how are you doing, Beth? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good, good. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. And I think uh, congratulations are in order for making it to the, the Angel Fair Africa event and being part of the program. Thank you so much. Um, looking forward to having a nice interview with you. Great. Well, let's uh, jump straight into it then, shall we, Beth? Well, firstly, um, I know that you are the CEO of My Wage Pay, which uh, I believe is a financial wellness program. But do you mind telling us, the listeners, a little bit more about yourself and why you decided to focus on the problem of the corporate financing for employees uh, as your business idea? And just give us a bit of background regarding your company. Okay, so thank you so much. Uh, as I finished my undergraduate, I was doing education. I was a high school teacher. And I noted that most of this, uh, when I went to the job market, I noted that by date 15, all my my colleagues are, were broke. They didn't have the money to 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 maybe have an emergency. They have an emergency, and they sometimes they would borrow from their friends, and others would would maybe request from Shylocks and banks. And one of the challenges they had is that the Shylocks the Shylocks would charge them a very high interest rate, and the banks would ask for collateral. So what I did, I started groups of women from all over the country, and we, I formed a Facebook group. Currently, it has 683,000. So with that, I, was, I saw there's a big need for people to do this. And now to automate the same, I had to look for someone who understood the corporate world. And that is how my HP was born. So I wanted to provide a platform that can allow them to have salary advance any day of their month. And so they are able to access their wage without a loan, without interest. We just charge a transactional fee. That, that sounds great, Beth. And, and definitely a, a big problem in, in Africa, that informal lending um, uh, you know, industry. Um, and, and that's really interesting that you were able to, to gather so many uh, followers on your group and, and build that community. And I think that's you know, one thing that entrepreneurs out there can definitely uh, take as a device is make sure you have that community and you're building that to see if there is a market for your product. Um, but it sounds like you definitely found a, a good product market fit. But now that you've started the company and moving on in your journey, what are some of the challenges you've encountered while setting up your business? And what motivates you to push past those barriers? Okay, thank you so much for the question. Uh, number one, one of the challenges that I was facing is a lack of funds because I need the money for the operations uh, to educate people. I do a lot of financial literacy, teaching people on how to be financially healthy. And so that was a challenge, lack of funds. The other one is um, lack of mentorship. I didn't have the right mentorship for this. And so it was hard because I, my, I was doing research on my own. I didn't have someone to like maybe take me through the journey. Of course, starting a startup is not easy. There are a lot of times you sleep, you have long, long nights. So it was a challenge for me. 
And then the other one is about now getting the right uh, team with the right skills. So when you're hiring, you, you, you don't have much experience to, to how to employ when you're doing a startup. So that was a big challenge for me. Yes, uh, and, and I think, you know, it's definitely a challenge that is shared with, with many entrepreneurs across Africa. You know, the lack of access to capital always being a difficulty to push past. But you also identified uh, three other points that I think is really good to note. You had to do education for financial literacy, which is also something common in Africa where we have to educate the market before they adopt our, our service or our product. And then also you mentioned about finding the right team. And I think this is such a key, key point. And it's something that often is overlooked with entrepreneurs is that you have to have the right team in place to be able to, to succeed and be able to move forward. Now, now with the, the journey of a startup, we all know that we often face failures on this journey. And it is how we deal with those failures that really helps us move forward and sets us apart from let's say, you know, other type of, um, of companies. So I just wanted to know in your personal experience with the company, what was your biggest failure and how have you learned from it and got better by it? I felt first to consult, to do a survey before starting. Uh, but then again, I, I learned later when I, did, um, uh, when I did the survey in Feb, I was able to get feedback from the clients and, and my customers and how they find my product. Uh, so I think I, I, always, I have learned that it's always good to consult before, maybe as you try to get a product uh, market fit, you have to consult the people maybe who are going to use your product. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree on this one, Beth. And, you know, it is something that a lot of the times we say as entrepreneurs, oh, you must talk to your customer, you must talk to your customer. But we tend to forget it. It is difficult and we need to constantly talk to our customer. And uh, I think, you know, the entrepreneurs out there or people who want to start companies, it is always a good thing to, to speak to other entrepreneurs like yourself and learn that because, you know, we've made those mistakes and it helps others not to do so. So I, I completely agree with you. You need to be able to speak directly with your customer all the time. And if you don't, uh, then you will either fail or you have to keep learning and moving forward. Yeah, consulting from other entrepreneurs and using their experience to learn is, is a plus as you're doing startups, yes. Yeah. So now, Beth, we, we got a bit of an understanding about yourself. I just wanted to know a bit more about your company and, and how exactly it works. Uh, do you mind telling me maybe what you think are the three unique selling points that your company has? Uh, so what we do uh, mostly, we we engage the organization or the corporate. We partner with the organization, and then they give us their the KYC of the employees. Then they are able to we integrate the system with their system. Then they are able to access my wage pay. They can access the, they can request for loan. Uh, I mean they can request for salary advance. And then once they, they get the salary advance, the employee, the employer deducts the borrowed amount from their salary by the end of the month. Great, that sounds really interesting. And and you require no, you know, no collateral or or anything like that because you have the partnership with the bigger with the companies themselves, the, the corporate companies who, who are actually employing the people. Is that correct? Yeah, for us we do not ask for collateral. 
collateral because we already know that this person will be paid by the end of the month. And the fact that we have signed a contract, for example, even if it's two years, we are sure that this, this will be, uh, it's a guarantee that we'll be able to get our money back. Yes. Great. So that really reduces the risk for, for yourself and, and my wage pay in terms of not taking on that risk of, of debtors not paying back, which is, which is a great thing because it's also a, a value add for the company as well as the individual where the company is enabling their employees to have a better access to money when they need it. But also as an employee, it's definitely something that, that is appealing if, if you're, for example, needing an emergency or you need to you know fix the car or whatever it may be so that's really good and i hear that you that you've signed on i think 13000 employees or with two big contracts in east africa do you mind telling us a bit more about that yes uh, so we have signed uh, we have an nda with uh, with them uh, so the actually the currently there's another one we signed in uh, like two days ago just 10,000 employees. Uh, so what we've done is we have just taken the NDA, but we have not fully implemented. And actually we have not told the employees that we are giving them the, the money because uh, for us funds is a challenge. We have the NDA, yes, and we have been able to be given the, the contract, but we cannot go ahead and tell the employees that uh, they can access the money because right now we don't have that fund. We cannot... Uh, we are not able to finance their demand, so yes. Yeah, that's great. So, so you have these secure deals in the pipeline, and although some might not be fully active at the moment, you, you're definitely uh, on the track with this product market fit, and also linking back to that uh, Facebook group of yours, which I think is a is a great achievement. And um, well, then maybe maybe the the next question I would like to ask is, what does the future look like for for my wage pay in the sense that let's say, in, in how are you looking to affect the ecosystem or the lending ecosystem that you're playing in in the next five years, let's say? What, what does the future look like for my wage pay? So in the next five years, we plan that you're going to have uh, around 5 million uh, clients. And we, we believe that we can do that through partnership uh, first to speed up the, 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 the market entry um we will also we also believe that we'll have impacted people's lives in that they will not they'll be less financially stressed and they will be able to solve their emergencies on time and the other the other achievement that we believe we'll have done by uh, that is that we are going to create employment for uh, unemployed youth in Kenya of course right now there are so many graduates that are uh, already in, uh, they have already finished school, but they cannot access uh, salaries and maybe they are doing manual jobs. So we'll be impact people by giving them jobs. And then of course, uh, we are also going to solve the problem of uh, the uh, employee turnover by uh, enabling the, 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 the organizations that we are partnered with. They are of course going to get less financially stressed employees and therefore there'll be higher productivity. And at the same time, they are going to have um, they are going to they are they are going to have pro high productivity. That's great, and I definitely think it's positioning as a as a win win in the sense it's a win for the corporates, it's a win for the employees, but also as a win for society in terms of job creation, financial literacy, and state stability. Um, I was I was wanting to ask one more thing: How big is the opportunity? How big do you see this opportunity being in Africa, particularly? 
Uh, so, uh, so this, this opportunity, Jason, is very big. Uh, if, for example, you look at the African, according to PwC statistics, uh, we have around 18 million employed Kenyans. And in Africa, we have 382 million. So if we take the larger uh, African continent, because of course that's our, our, our goal, is that um, if you take 382,000 uh, employees, you maybe take an, an average size of around 370. Then of course you're looking at $141 billion opportunity. So it can be very big for Africa and for Kenya in general, yes. That's fantastic, yes, and, and definitely a, a great uh, opportunity there. And, and it sounds like like there is the scope for, for the growth in that market. So so definitely wishing you the success. Um, so we're, we're approaching the end of the interview. And um, as part of our Angel Fair Africa partnership, we, we have included a questions from investors. So these are questions that we've got directly from the investors that will be part of the Angel Fair Africa event. Um, and one of the questions that has been uh, pushed is, uh, I know that you're currently actually looking for a seed stage investment round of $1.5 million. However, the question is from the investor is, how would you uh, use the first $500,000 uh, and what would you do with that money? We have, we have a financial model. Of course, we have the projections for the next five years. Uh, there are some projections that we had done uh, already with my wedge pay team. So this is this is what we had projected. Let me just read for you. So we are we are if we are able to raise maybe 1.5 million by April 2022, this this will be like 18 months of financing to help us generate a 3.4 million dollar in revenue by September 2023, as per our revenue model, which can uh, which now maybe that the the person who wants to invest with us can we can share the model the financial model so of course we are going to use that to to project how we are going to use that money so there is one thing we want to do is that we want to do technology because i as i told you we are going to, to do an app in november uh then number two we also want to do a lot of customer care training uh then also we have to do the the debt gap uh, yeah, so there is a lot that we are going to do. But then again, um, the most important thing is about now the, the band rate. Uh, so the, if we are able to get money that can help us now be able to finance like 18 months of uh, band rate, then we are, we are good to go because we can now get cheap debt and be able to continue. That sounds great, uh, fantastic. And then definitely just to, to recap is that development of, of the application, the customer service support uh, training, as well as uh, the liquidity and cash flow to enable you to, to get the debt, um, which, which sounds great. And, and we wish you the best of luck um, for the upcoming event and, and look forward to seeing you on the island of Mauritius. Uh, I'll be there as well. So thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And I just wanted uh, to thank our audience as well for listening. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Jason Delory, serial entrepreneur and co-host and co-founder of the Talk Collective, the company behind Entrepreneurs Talk Africa. It's been my pleasure to host you today. I'm the founder of 
my wage pay, Beth Mwangi. Just wanted to say, if you haven't had the chance, please like, share, or rate us. It really helps us. Thank you, and look forward to hearing from you next time. Cheers.